1: Beyond and hello and welcome to
0: episode 810 of IGN's Weekly PlayStation Podcast. I'm your host, Max Scoville, and joining me today, as always, or at least sometimes, Jada Griffin. I'm usually here. You know, I I, I,
2: I like to hide in the studio sometimes, pop
0: up when it's fun. We should let you out into the real world more often, but you you seem to be comfy in here. Also also joining us, Akeem Lawanson from uh, far away in the land of
1: Los Angeles. Yeah, inside of my own apartment here. I'm trapped.
0: I think you you honestly like your apartment is sometimes a better looking studio than our actual studio <laughs> with all due respect to our nice studio that is nice mm-hmm. to be in. But I mean, you, Absolutely. Got,
1: like- you know, I've gotten. Yeah, people have said like, why? Why is Akim always separate from everyone else whenever he's on beyond? It doesn't make any sense. He's clearly in studio. No, I am not. This is my home. I have my own fan here. I have a lamp. This is not. This is not studio-approved you, you got a couple right fans
0: here. over here, too, if you know what I'm talking about. We Big fan. Big work. fan here. Uh, now, oh. anyway, uh, we got some cool stuff to talk about today. A nice, normal show that is not being recorded from San Diego when everyone's running on fumes or frantically thrown together after a holiday weekend. It's just a regular-ass episode of Beyond. How about I, that? That's yeah, yeah. great. Um, what does that mean? That means we're going to talk a little bit about the Twisted Metal show, because uh, that's, that's out in the wild now. Um, there's also a big old sort of breakdown of Lords of the Fallen, which I'm extremely excited about, uh, on the sort of Soulsborne train. There's also Remnant 2, which you've been playing a ton of. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's some other very weird stuff, some tidbits of news. Uh, Well, let's just just jump right into it. Let's get started with Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal is out now. It's the Peacock original series that is on Peacock. Probably could have explain that better how many
2: times are you gonna say peacock in one sentence <laughs> Peacock.
0: i really don't have all the words i could be saying aloud uh peacock You're just gonna peacock all over this the showcase just just peacocking just, just peacocking. showing off. yeah um, just do it no so they made a twisted metal show uh i watched i watched the first episode and a half of it on early screeners and i did not like it and you and akim really love it it's fantastic
1: yeah yeah, it's okay. So I got to tell you right now, Max. I, I was kind of caught off guard by by this series. I went in, you know, based upon what we've seen from like the teasers and everything. I was like, I'm not gonna like this. This this looks vastly different from the video games. And I went into it and I was I was pleasantly more surprised. More pixels in
2: real life. Well, there's more pixels in real life than there were back in the PS1 era. Okay, so, Jada. Just, okay. You know, just gonna just gonna throw that out there. Um, yeah. I mean, what the thong song didn't do it for you? Thong song. I, mean, I, think, no. they've
0: got- I think they've marketed this game terribly. Like, I, yes, it's, it's, the, yes, they differ show not game. What do you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah,
1: yeah, they, they definitely <laughs> and, and that's the funny thing. I don't understand uh, if their marketing department is 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 tapped into what the what the core fans of this video game franchise want out of a out of a television series. First off, we didn't even know we wanted a, a, a TV series or a movie or anything like that from Twisted Metal. We just wanted a new video game. But the way that this was marketed was was not good. Like. The thong song, like seeing Sweet Tooth go up against John Doe in in a casino, and the thong song is is playing in the background. That's as far from the video game as you can get, in in my opinion. It has yeah. been
0: eleven years since the last Twisted Metal game. Mm-hmm. That one, in its of itself,
1: was a reboot, uh,
0: which I don't I don't think sold particularly well. That was, mm. you know, I, that was I remember that was one of the ones that had a really impressive debut, and then it was a cool minute until it actually came out. After that, uh, you know, the the bulk of the series came out. A very long time ago and I think it's sort of the people who are making the show are you know aware that there's nostalgia and there's people who have a, a fondness for that series but there's also a very distinct possibility that a lot of the people who are watching the show are coming at it totally fresh and also the people who did love the show back in the 90s have maybe changed as people maybe they have a different perspective on things uh so yeah I think there's definitely like a sort of tonal shift at play uh, I'm sure there's some complaints that it's too silly. Like it's very much a, a comedic show.
1: It's, it's from, uh, I believe, the, the 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 creators of *Zombieland*, so it kind of like has that like comedic, you know, and action balancing act that it that it plays at moments. But them leading with that, as far as like the promotional uh, uh, clips that we've seen, I think that was kind of like the wrong. If we're like trying to like get the the older audience in tune mm. with this, I think that's a, that was a wrong way to kind of lead with it. Uh, and not to give anything away uh like the last episode kind of like gives you that for, for those hardcore fans of the twisted metal video game franchise it gives you that feel of the twisted metal video games
0: yeah i can't help but wonder like obviously you say twisted metal you think like car combat that is mm-hmm. what those yeah. games are you know there's some mm-hmm. you know iconic characters behind the wheel but like the bulk of that is in cars and that's not what was showcased at all leading up to the show and i'm i'm wondering if some of that is to do with the fact that like Maybe the CG wasn't ready, or maybe they didn't want to spoil it or something, or maybe they wanted to just sort of highlight the fact that it's, I don't know, maybe, like, it doesn't, it doesn't look like Fast and Furious. It doesn't look like movie quality car chases or action, Mm -hmm. like, it's decent enough, but it's definitely, like, I feel like it's got a couple notches above UPN energy to it, Mm -hmm. and I don't mean that, like, it's kind of a USA Network show in a lot of ways. And I don't mean that yeah. in a horribly a, t- a terrible way. There's a lot of great USA shows. Yeah, Suits, white collar. There's a lot of good stuff. All right, fair enough. But yes, burn notice. Uh, yeah, got you know, fans out I, there. I, the, the more I think about it, the more <laughs> I'm kind of warming up to it. And I feel like I'm, I, I think, okay, so Jada, you watched it twice. I watched right? it twice over the last week. Did weekend, it grow yes, on you? It did.
2: It very okay. much did. Like, So I watched it the first time, and I was kind of like, I was did like, you, did okay. you platinum it? I know it's a show. Yes, yes, I, I got, I got a did special you? trophy that popped up on my PlayStation Stars <laughs> app. It gave me a little sweet tooth um, ice cream helmet, uh, little head for it. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. The, so the first time I watched through it, I was like, okay, that's kind of that was kind of interesting. I, I like, I kind of liked where they went. I laughed a lot. I really liked all the needle drops for the music. They spent a lot of money on music in this show. Like, if you like music and needle drops in your shows, you'll. You'll definitely find a few that you really like and in twisted metal. They're used very effectively. Um, and then I was like, I watched some other stuff afterwards, and I was like, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to go on this ride again. I kind of want to, I want to shotgun this one more time. Um, and so I did, and I liked it even more the second time through because I knew to look out for certain things. I caught even more kind of like Easter eggs and little hidden references and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, I really, it really grew on me.
1: You, yeah, what, I, yeah, what
0: was your what was your read on it
1: so I mean I I love all the like you know Jada mentioned like the Easter eggs they they fit in a, a lot of, of different uh, twisted metal characters like some really some hardcore deep cuts uh, mm-hmm. from the from the franchise which I was kind of like surprised to see um and the way it all played out, uh you of course again as someone who just i just want to see car combat that's honestly all i want to see mm-hmm. i love the way that they did it because they they pretty much they they just expanded upon some of the the the, the core characters that they wanted to expand upon their backstories um and connecting certain individuals uh i don't want to spoil it I, there's so much i, I want to say it's- but like connecting john doe with other characters and and and, mm-hmm. and also like bringing in certain big characters Towards the end of 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 the final episode, so so that they can pretty much sell the second season. Like the second season is probably gonna be exactly what, what hardcore Twisted Metal fans want, which is just yep. pure mm-hmm. unadulterated car combat. So okay. hopefully hopefully we get a second season. That obviously yeah. that's what I'm hoping for. So full full disclosure, like I did not
0: we, we tried to get like early review screeners I saw a couple of them um, mm-hmm. I wanted to sort of go into this and like I just I wasn't I wasn't feeling I honestly thought it was gonna be like a total well I guess car accident I train wreck whatever you want to call it Uh and then, you know, apparently it's it's that's not the case. And, like, it, I sort of was thinking on this, and I, I think ultimately, like, I'm just—I never really had any particularly strong feelings one way or the other about Twisted Metal. Mm. I think this one definitely does beat you over the head with a lot of kind of, like, 90s throwback nostalgia yeah. references, which are sort of—they're they're hammy. But, like, the more I think about it, the more I'm sort of appreciative of the show and just that it's—it doesn't take itself too seriously.
2: Yeah, it definitely yeah. does not take itself so seriously. And it kind of—it makes sense— canonically why it's kind of very 90s throwbacky based on the timeline that they're doing the show
0: yeah um i mean it's and- it also like it again it, if you were to make this this show dead deadly serious it would be really i think really not great like oh it'd be really, i would have
2: i would have yeah. probably jumped off of it immediately it would have just been,
0: yeah i mean it, i think it's it's more digestible like i mean in the same way that it's really hard to make like a horror show that goes like a, as a series mm-hmm. because it's a longer you know sustained you got to have some you know if you're gonna if you're gonna have people along for the ride you got to kind of make it a fun ride exactly you know, yes yeah. you could have made it you could have made like a very you know intense you know pedal to the metal twisted metal movie that was just maybe more more condensed stunts and stuff, less a little bit less personality, which I'm sure would have pleased some people. But I think also it succeeds because it has room to breathe. Yeah, you know, I think there's there's also to a certain degree there's a little bit of like Stockholm syndrome that happens with shows, and you see this with a lot of shows where people are like, no, 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 it gets super good after the third season, and like <laughs> I don't know. Also, if you spend you know you spend six hours with characters, you kind of warm up to them, mm-hmm. and like we were talking about this, Anthony Mackey I don't think is great in this.
2: I think he's I think he's gr- I think he is great in this. I think he I think the character he's playing and how the 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 direction that they have the character going isn't great, but I think his execution on that character is great. I think his work on it, his performance okay. is great. But I don't think yeah. the character itself is doing what it needs to do. So hopefully that does evolve in season 2. Okay. But his performance, I think is great.
1: Yeah, his his performance is good when he's when he's, you know, being the the action star when he's delivering those dramatic moments, but I think you know Max and I were on the same page here. As far as comedy is concerned, I'm sorry, I love Anthony Mackey. I don't think that's his. That, that's not his strong suit at all. Like, uh, uh, th- Max,
0: he made me laugh all the time. The the thing that we that we both the conclusion we both came to separately is that yeah. it seemed like he was doing an impression of '90s Will Smith.
1: <laughs> yes, like yes. he's <laughs> just doing the sort of
0: the Welcome to Earth. I have got to get me one of these. Uh, I make this look good, like those just those mm-hmm. kind of classic, you know, yes. '90s lines, oh. which uh, in, in itself is like, is this this kind of feels like it could have been like deliberate.
2: I was to say is, but is that a bad thing?
0: It, we liked '90s Will it Smith. Me the wrong we, way. we liked that's, that, right? I mean, that's true. It's just I don't know. Like the thing it's, is, the, I I guess. <sighs> Like it came up as
1: force for for me. It came off came off as force because I've never seen him in any sort of comedic you know fashion. I've never seen him deliver. It it just seemed like he was trying too hard. But honestly, it's not his fault. It was just what was written. He was probably told, "Act like Will Smith from the '90s." (laughs) Yeah, I got you. (laughs) Yeah. Also, I think
0: doing a lot of stuff where he's just like in a Subaru on a green screen, and they're like, "Act like you're driving the car," and he's like, "I'm driving the car." Like, there's you know a lot of stuff where he's kind of in a vacuum for that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's got a 67% critics score on Rotten Tomatoes and a yeah. 94% with audiences. Uh, IGN's um, what's his name,
1: Matt Fowler. Matt Fowler gave it an eight yeah. out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which, which is- even called me out in his review. He called me out that that uh, that I wasn't a big fan of it because I, I made an entertainment fix, which is one of my shows. You also check it out Monday, Wednesday, Friday here on IGN. Uh, one of the episodes was titled uh, "The Latest Twisted Metal uh, Trailer." Uh, looks remarkably bad, or something like that. It looked so he bad. It up. looked yes. bad
0: going up. Like it really uh, did not look good from, from events. Here is the thing: I didn't like. I didn't watch the whole show, and I wanted to be prepared for this episode. And I don't particularly care, so I went and I watched like a spoiler filled Easter egg breakdown thing, and I watched this this video this dude did, uh, J Buck Studios, who's like I think a really big Twisted Metal fan, mm-hmm. and it i think it kind of endeared me to it a little bit because of how how densely packed this show is with yeah. with like references to the source material and it seems like it's done in ways that aren't just like like the thing that really bugged me in the first episode, there's a part where he's um, Anthony Mackie is like, driving through a mall and he crashes through like an electronics boutique, and it's sort of like first you're like, oh, I remember those from the '90s, and then a copy of Twisted Metal just <laughs> lands on his windshield, and I'm just like, like that's stupid. That's, that's great. That's that is stupid. great. No, so the I, more what what else, I so, say it out loud, I kind of like it. Now. It's great.
2: It's, why wouldn't why? What else would they have so fly on the windshield? Like you wouldn't okay. have anything else. Like it, it just it makes the most sense.
1: It, it should have been been like a, a i don't know like a, a gran turismo game or something that like, would have been a different that, i don't know would that have been
0: a good joke no that would not have been a good joke no like the cars metal, how come those cars aren't shooting that's, it's,
2: just get that vigilante one. 8 i think would have been hilarious but also that's like directly like representing your their competitor to a degree, yeah. I don't know. Vigilante don't know. Maybe, Eight maybe was maybe
0: it lands out as oh, there's there's crap all over my windshield. Yeah, that would have yeah. been good. Yeah. That would have yeah. been good. No, I mean that's, um, that's we're like nitpicking the jokes and stuff, but like the more I, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, this is I'm th- I'm stoked this exists because like again, like w- this is this is the second PlayStation Productions thing we've gotten in the TV space. Like mm-hmm. we've gotten you know we've gotten Last of Us, which is getting you know Emmy nominations. Like this yep. that is one of the, the phenomenal prestige TV, and coming off of that into this, it is a it is a different different thing entirely yes. and well, you can
2: see the budgets are very different oh, between
0: last of us and totally this. and i'm, I'm sure yeah. some of that is on is on the the streamer that you know produced it rather mm-hmm. than sony's internal stuff but like i'm happy that we're we're seeing variety like that and successful variety yeah to a degree yeah, yeah. You know? it also like to the i mean in terms of what it does setting up a second season no idea if that's going to happen because of all the weird stuff going on with strikes and yeah. uh, also just streamers kind of cutting corners left and right but like it yeah. does the thing that the last Mortal Kombat movie does where it doesn't it doesn't play its entire hand.
2: Mm-hmm. Like it
0: mm-hmm. it saves some fan favorite stuff. It saves some things that it, you know, it's like, "Oh, no, we're we're that we're saving that for later." Yep. You know? Yeah.
1: Which um, which honestly kind of makes sense because I feel like if if they packed in as as much as they probably wanted to that fans want, like like I want to see Axel. You know, I want to see a a a big ass dude with like with <laughs> wheels for 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 hands and feet. Like I want to see that but I feel like that that you know, requires, like, its own, like, episode to kind of, like, you got to explain how did this dude get strapped to wheels. You,
2: no, you, hey, have, Akeem, you have to hey, explain that. I Akeem, have questions. Akeem, can you can you do that motion again for Axel?
1: I don't know what I did. You
2: just kind of put your arms out to the side. You, like, you wanted to see Axel, like, arms wide out. Cause...
1: Was it, like, my Axel Foley it impression? Was like your, it
0: was like your, you were, like, Axel. Or whatnot like that. Now, when he shows up, do you At think the- they're going to play the Harold Faltermeyer's <laughs> Axel <laughs> F from the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack, or are they going to play "With Arms Wide Open" by Creed? I feel like either one could probably <laughs> needle drop. Yeah, they're going to play the Beverly Hills
1: song for sure. Like, yo, yeah, what's going on, That's man? What about I have no strapped in my hands? The third, there
0: we go. One, <laughs> kind of was.
1: Yeah, there <laughs> we go. Yep, there we go. We're-
2: uh, in post, let's make sure. Let's add some tires on uh, Akeem. <laughs> let's make. Let's just make him into um,
0: Axel. Anyway, uh- so yeah, we just we uh, that the the twisted metal show. It's out there. Uh, yeah, there's something I want to
1: say though. I, I Max, I, I want uh, for for those fans out there, please give it a chance. Um, mm-hmm. I, again, like as someone who is like a fan of the the franchise, I was like, "There's no way this is going to be." It's obviously not going to be as dark as as the video games because it can't be. Like you know, Sweet Tooth. You know, he was he was a serial killer. Like and you know, I'm I mean, kind of glad is. they made him like a. He was he was a child actor, though, His his yes. backstory in the in the series was that uh, he was a child actor and, you know, he hated his uh, co-stars as a kid. So now he's like this. He's, I don't know. His mind's been warped. Same thing with John Doe. John Doe, he lost his memory as an adult as opposed to as a kid. So I kind of like that they kind of lighten things up because, you know, some of the backstories of the characters is a lot more grim and dark and morbid. Um, so just go in this, knowing these facts, and go in with an with an open mind, uh, and I get, guarantee you'll be thoroughly surprised, because uh, I was. And let's just hope that it gets a second season. I feel like yeah. that's where it's really gonna just like, it's gonna it's gonna just lighten lighten up. It's gonna lighten up. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be exactly what we want.
2: I haven't asked the Beyond audience for anything this year, and I, the one thing I'm asking you go watch Twisted Metal. Just go watch Please. it.
0: Watch it for me and a game. I honestly like. I don't know. I. I guess I want to watch it, you know. Yes, Max, yeah. you are like going also, to watch it. I like a lot of crap. <laughs> I like a lot. Of, there's a lot of bad movies I love and I'm just like I need to watch this. just going to give me some crap. Like I um, also I,
1: I just I just want to say we're not being paid to say this by, no, no, by no. PlayStation <laughs> Studios cuz I know some people are going to say that, "Oh, they're probably play, paying you." No, they're not paying us. This we is, didn't, is presented didn't by even Pringles. I
0: screeners and I, my Peacock subscription lapsed and I didn't finish the <laughs> Russian, Russian doll and I'm I'm no, oh,
1: I, You got to go know. finish that too. I know.
0: It's just too many subscriptions. I don't want to do it, you know.
2: Or wait, Russian doll or or is, or is po- doll, I think your poker, poker face. face is what you're what you, thinking. Face. Same thing.
0: Russian doll is the Netflix Different, one, but you know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, same actor, yeah. same, same actress. Actor. But yeah, um, onion. Yeah, but, but
2: uh, no. So, Akeem, before we move on, I do want to talk about the Samoa Joe, Sweet Tooth, Will Arnett combination. Yes. Um, threw me off. Did it? I thought it was great. I thought I think Will Arnett's humor lands very well uh, for Sweet Tooth, kind of how they handled Sweet Tooth in the show, and I feel like Samoa Joe's uh, blocking and character work, like the physical physicality of it, matched up with the the dialogue perfectly. Like, if I didn't know, if I had never heard Will Arnett's voice, I would have thought that was just the actor who was portraying, I I would have thought that was Samoa Joe's voice that he was doing for
1: the show. Well, sometimes that mask was moving when, 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 (laughs) <laughs> when words weren't, weren't actually coming out of his mouth, so. the teeth. I mean, the, what I, do you I was mean kind the of thrown ma- out. What do you mean the mouth mask, was moving? The teeth don't open. It's like
2: I, a, it's a porcelain the mask.
1: The mask was moving. I saw it shaking when when words weren't coming and out of he his had to mouth. Sneeze. I
2: mean, I mean, <laughs> just because the mouth, the mask is going like up and down. Like here we go. This is the great. There you go. This is the thong song. This is a great moment. Um, also, I gotta say,
1: I, I I gotta say, I love I love Samoa Joe. Um, I also love Will Arnett. So, I love Cisco. But what I same. Do you know his
2: real name is Mark?
1: You, you know that because you watched the show. That's <laughs> the only reason why. You, don't, don't act like you just Wikipedia that on your own. No, you watched uh, the series. And I am that's a how child. How, how
2: dare you, Akeem? I am a child of the 90s. I know my 90s trivia. And it's 90s week at
1: IGN. So, ha. I don't even think Wikipedia existed in the 90s. So it cut did, it, it was, out. It was, it's
0: because it, I listened was, to there music. There were three things on it. They were still asking for five <laughs> bucks a month, but. Right, but why couldn't
1: Will Arnett? Why couldn't Will Arnett be in that uh, that mask? That's what I want to know. He, was he not available. He was he available. didn't want to put
0: on two hundred pounds and grow eight inches. Yeah, that would have been really awkward. Fair enough. I just love that like that casting could have totally happened if they made this in like two thousand and two. It's like it's Samoa yep. Joe and the mean guy from Upright Citizens Brigade. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, Twisted Metal is out there. That's a TV show. We should probably talk about some actual video games. Sure. We just got a big, huge breakdown of Lords of the Fallen, showing off like what the actual game is like. It's it's almost like an uncut, you know, gameplay breakdown. There's a there's a bunch of little cuts around there, there's but it, jumps. They jump to a couple different it's a, regions. It's decent enough. Uh, I feel like kind of cross section of like what we can expect, and mm-hmm. I'm really excited about this game. And the thing that kind of keeps hitting me over the head about it is like it looks. Very, it looks very from soft. Unsurprisingly, this is a Soulsborne. We this is not a surprise. We knew this c- coming in, but it also is like the best looking one we've seen. Like period, I think. Like I, this is an Unreal Five game. Yeah, they I was were gonna using say. It to showcase it. Um Just watching our like our you know the, the gameplay in the in the trailer. Like I'm, I'm you know I'll take it with a grain of salt because it's you know pre-launch. There's no you know there's no UI or anything. It's like
2: choreographed and yeah. everything yeah. like that for the um, most part. Yeah,
0: like there's just so much incredible like just detail like the. just the textures on everything like the lighting it looks just really amazing just on a strictly kind of surface level thing i feel like this is like maybe the first true next gen souls born Mm -hmm. Uh, and obviously the big kind of conceit there is but what about demon souls which is a ps5 launch game it was also a remake of a ps3 game so like structurally speaking that had like ps3 design sensibilities yep and then we've had elden ring which is cross gen and we had you know Remnant 2, which is you know again also cross gen, um, but this is I feel like the first one where it's like oh this is a, this is a soulsborn kind of pretty conventional Soulsborne approach that is properly putting the new hardware to the test and it it genuinely looks like it and mm-hmm. I'm pretty stoked. Am I? Am I? You're up? alone. You're alone. You're <laughs> alone in the boat. You're what? alone in the boat. <laughs> you don't
2: like it? You don't <laughs> no, no, it? no, no. I think I think, I, do think I don't hate it. <laughs> I think Lords of the Fallen. Looks great, I think you're absolutely hammer on the head ha- nail on the head hammer on the hail i don't know i, I don't do I should really stop I should stop doing those types of things, um making those metaphors analogies things i don't get them right any ever um I think it looks great I think from a technical level, I think the Unreal Engine Five is doing a lot of uh great work here the the swapping between worlds and stuff we saw and how that kind of like is kind of instant and doesn't really have like Any type of transitions for it. It's just like natural. Um, Looks great. Um, I am a little worried because it does look so much like a FromSoft uh, from a combat perspective that it's going to feel like a little too much of the same for me. Um, I get, but I also get like when you get a, when you play a Souls game, you want that kind of style. So like I don't fault them for it, but it's not clubbing me over the head like, oh my God, I can't wait. This is going to be my whole freaking persona once it drops
0: clubbing you over the head, I, one, one thing I see a lot of people bring up in regards to this being again, Lords of the Fallen, is the first game had, like, infamously clunky combat. Yes. Like, it was very slow and heavy and plodding, mm-hmm. even by Dark Souls standards, and this one, that does not look like the case. No, it It also does looks look- like it's very much about, like, crafting cool builds and getting weird. There's, like, three different flavors of magic. You can do all kinds of you can have, like, Wolverine claws that set people on fire. Like, it looks like you can really do whatever the hell you can do. Kamehameha waves. I don't know. It, yeah.
2: Yeah, It. I mean, it looks really cool. It's got a lot of really cool mechanics and stuff they showed off, like being able to rip the soul out of an enemy and, beat the crap out of it beat up the soul yeah yeah for a bunch of bonus damage which is really cool um it's it's and i'm definitely gonna play it like this is definitely a day one play for me it's not it's just not a day one oh my god like there's 72 days until lords of the fallen comes out 71 days so forth like um what's your read on this yeah
1: i I feel like i mean like uh obviously there's going to be a lot of you know comparisons made to elden ring and I, i believe even the creative director said that there's like you know It features similar design aspects to Elden Ring, and there's actually a boss that heavily resembles Melania in in this game. I kind of wonder if, like, comparisons to Elden Ring is either going to help or hurt this mm. particular game. I think that like, there's
0: definitely some open world fatigue. And I, I like talked to some people who were like not wild about the fact that Elden Ring was open world. Yeah. Which mm. I, I love, but at the same time, it's the you know, it's the same thing where people were mad about like Breath of the Wild didn't have dungeons, you know. Like there's there's yeah. something to be yeah. said for like bespoke, focused, uh, you know, more linear walled off stuff. And I I I'm pretty sure this is I don't think this is open world. I think it's a more kind of conventional you know, Souls-like.
2: It definitely feels kind of Dark Souls 2, 3, maybe Bloodborney kind yeah, of bit. Which
0: I'm, I'm totally cool with. I think that it lends a certain amount of focus, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I like exploring. I like poking around. I think there's going to be a very cool added layer with the whole, the fact that you basically can look between realms. Like, there's that whole... Yeah. Umbral. Kind of, yeah, there's the umbral realm. realm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also, the I don't know, it's just realm. funny to me that, like, you if you die, you go to hell. Like, if you get yep. killed in the game, you mm-hmm. don't die entirely. You just wind up in an alternate reality where things are, like, a little bit scarier and blue. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was yeah, really Yeah, exactly, yeah.
2: Uh, I was really, um... I'm, i was really hoping we were going to get more of a look at that the whole eye feature that they were going to explain more of that in this breakdown where it's like oh, based yeah. on your behavior like the the game kind of changes up its behavior it's to you and they didn't talk about that in this that's true this yeah they, i breakdown. mean that was
0: a thing that they mentioned on uh it was like one of the cover one of the early like yeah it was a, a write-up from like way yeah. earlier this year and it was talking about how there's like a system where basically the worse you are at the game the more the enemy, I think, the enemies become more aggressive or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's something where basically, if you if you try to avoid fights, they like they come after you, something like that to yeah. that effect. Um, but they didn't touch on that at all. There was a thing about yeah, you mentioned there's like an eye icon that they talk yeah. about, but there's no UI at all in this in this demo. So like, there's clearly some stuff they're they're playing close to the chest still. Um, I just I'm stoked about this personally because you know a lot of people like um, they like FromSoft games because of the big epic boss fights, they like the challenging mm-hmm. difficulty, rewarding combat, whatever the things that people are always saying. I just love the exploration in those worlds. Like it feels like trespassing, you know, like you're in uh, definitely
2: so, you're that is a great way, way to put is, it. Yeah.
0: You're in so you're you're creeping around in someone else's yeah. backyard and you're trying not to get caught. And it, I just, but meanwhile, murdering everybody,
2: any other trespassers yeah. you find that are there, or guards you know, like, I, hired.
0: I, I think there's, you know, something to be said for like trying. You know, you want to play the game and level up and get good at it and all that. And but I also just, I kind of love just creeping around and like finding like that that thrill of like opening a gate or a door or finding a new campfire. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated how much Elden Ring, I feel like, was very forgiving in that sense because of all the, you know, the sights of grace, Yep. Um, touch grass, whatever. This one like I'm I'm hoping that there's a really cool kind of layer with like it's got similar you know you find bonfires or whatever they're called vestiges or something like that mm-hmm. but the added layer of exploration with this like funky lantern that lets you go between dimensions that just seems like just like a that's the double cheeseburger that I want like it's yeah. taking the thing I liked already and it's doubling down on it and I'm I'm there for that.
2: I really like it because and you know they're gonna hide the coolest stuff. It's gonna be all hidden in the Umbral realm. Like the best things are gonna be there. Like it's gonna there's gonna be like, you know these they showed in the breakdown. He's like I was like oh look there's a thing over here. Where do I have to go to get to this other pathway? And there's gonna be something that's gonna be super hidden somewhere that you're gonna have to use the Umbrel lamp to get to. And it's just gonna be a pain in the butt and i actually do like that aspect oh, yeah. of it. I
0: just i love yeah. that it's also like everything is trying to kill you in regular world, but in Umbral world it's even worse and it hates you a lot and you have to fight <laughs> the horrible mr mr potato head and wait until he opens his face up to stab <laughs> him with your magic knife or whatever. I don't know. I'm you stoked think, about this. You think again, to- totally at face value, it looks freaking gorgeous. Like it looks incredible. Yeah. I'm like we really mm-hmm. like this this console generation there have been some there have been some bangers there's been some cool stuff but i feel like it has also been very very slow to take off you know we've had a lot of cross gen stuff which is kind of held back in a lot of ways you know mm-hmm. and there's things that have looked gorgeous and then they've you know they've had design sensibilities that were limited by what it could do on the older hardware and yep. in this case it is from the ground up made to be running on this stuff using a, a an engine that was designed to be made for this stuff like it's just yep. it's all it's new you know it's new and i'm i'm I, i'll give it you know I'll, I'll take it with a grain of salt to be you know a little bit of skeptical about it because it is a from soft styled game made by a studio that is not from and there's a lot of weird magic that goes into that that i'm you mm-hmm. know i think some skepticism is fair but also yeah. from what i've seen it looks really
1: cool yeah there yeah th- this this studio is far away from from soft um but uh I'll, I'll give this I'll give this game a shot for sure. That was a joke, by the way. I'll give this game a shot for sure. Um, but it just reminds me a lot of of other games. And, you know, like, like the whole like umbral lamp and umbral realm thing reminds me of Hellblade, uh, Sinuous mm-hmm. Sacrifice. And of course, just the the aesthetic uh, reminds me of Elden Ring. Uh, you know, I'll play it just because but you know, I'm not like super stoked for this one.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I am excited for is this is going to be probably the easiest Souls game to co-op in. Yes, uh,
0: compared to the other games. Yeah, they mentioned that in the demo. They say yes. something about how it's
2: you can join at any of the vestiges. Your friends can join in or whatnot, or you can join them and you can stay as long as you want, or they are, or they want to. Which is you know, it's a small dig at Elden Ring, where it's like, okay, cool, let's join up. Oh, we killed this boss in this little tiny one room dungeon uh, or cave uh, sorry you gotta kick yeah. it kicks you out you gotta join back in um, so definitely a dig at them for that which I think it's a smart play You're because you have
0: to get like the official Prima strategy guy to figure out how to play the game with your friend. How do yeah.
2: you guys like? Oh, I got to get this yeah. finger, this rotted finger, or twi- I can't. Remember. It is yeah. it
0: is hilarious how obtuse FromSoft is about that stuff, and everyone mm-hmm. figures it out, and it's fun. We have a good time, but at the same time, it's like, oh, you've got to get this, uh, the this, this little compass, <laughs> the, grieving, item. the grieving woman's bell, and you've got to ring it, and somewhere <laughs> a somber sound will be sounded, and then your friend will appear from an apparition of another world, and then they, you know. Yeah. You do the Macarena and they disappear <laughs> after you kill the boss and it's like what the what was he?
2: About? <laughs> um so yeah, I'm really excited to play through this with my partner. Like I we're we're playing Remnant two full co op right now and I can't wait. This one it looks like it's gonna be another good one for us to sit down and just burn through in a couple weekends together.
0: Yeah. No, it'll be cool. Anyway, that is out in a few months. I'm I'm stoked about it, looking forward to it. Something that is out right now, which is undoubtedly appealing to quite a few Soulsborne fans and fans of other types of things, is Remnant 2. And Jada, you are head over heels for this game. It is
2: very quickly moving up to Frontrunner for my game of the year. Uh, It's got some solid RPG elements to it. The gameplay is snappy. The storyline is good so far. I'm like... Fifteen hours in my world, fifteen hours in my partner's world, because it's completely different. Um, and so we're we're alternating between each other's worlds, just whenever. Oh, I hated this area. Um, I actually got uh, sucked into, snatched into a sewer grate, and I still have no idea what grabbed me. That's not great. Um, it was. I have never been more traumatized in a Souls game than when that happened. I have never felt more like a uh, side character in a horror movie. Um, just being there just to be shown on camera, to be ripped into the darkness and devoured with no chance. Bloodborne
0: when a guy puts you in a bag and you wake up in jail. That's pretty weird.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, well, this one, like, this one, it just happened and I had no idea. Like, I literally was just, like, looting. I was, like, breaking stuff. I rolled into this little cavern or whatnot, um, picked up some scrap and then turned around and just got yanked into the sewer. And I was just like, what?
0: happened and i love it that may sound like a spoiler but the thing about this game is it's so procedurally generated that everyone is having different experiences yeah which is i think really fascinating because like i want to be like oh yeah it's great game of the year you know potential people are gonna have a great time and it's like there's a sort of there's a kind of randomness to that where Mm -hmm. you may you may not like the game you get you may get an entirely different game that I, I don't know i feel like it's art w- like the, tell, me, tell me about your yeah. what's your world what are your worlds so
2: like? my co- so we joined into my partner's world first and it put us in this very bloodborne, bespoke castle with like uh that's like but was like lauded with gold and like it looked like bloodborne before the blood basically okay. um and so we were going through this world and then eventually we shifted into this umbral version of it basically which is now all decrepit and very bloodborne-esque okay. and very different and this is just his world and we're going through this and they like we got this like storyline with these like two kings and they're like hey go kill this guy but he's also me and then you go you go see the other guy like hey Go kill this other guy, but he's also me. And I'm just like, well, I don't know what to do here now because they're telling me the same thing. Um, just going to have to kill one of them. One, one but,
0: always lies and one always tells the truth. But they're all... <laughs> the, figured it out.
2: <laughs> uh, but this is actually what this what footage we got here going that was just going on as we looked like my world. I ju- when I joined my world, I got the forests of Yesha, and it's just like... Are you, are you kidding me with this and like, it's like I... this like rotted forest okay. or whatnot and i was told that like there's this like demon that uh from the last wanderer the character from the first one has uh after he killed our guardian a new thing popped up in our tree and is now like devouring us from the inside and so we need you to stop that um otherwise like you know okay we're gonna
0: execute so, you the thing that got me excited about this game there's like a specific screenshot that looked like Kind of almost looked like a Russian orthodox spin on bloodborne, like it was mm-hmm. some really cool screenshots from like this is like you know first previews and it was some cool enemies, and I was like, Ooh, I like that art direction, I like that design. I want to play this game because I want to see that stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to see these weird you know firelit villages and these like you know kind of just i want I want more gothic stuff yeah okay i'll bring I'll you know I'll be like a i'll be a fallout guy with a shotgun i'll go in there and and mm-hmm. do that whole thing, but I want to go do medieval things. I loaded this game up. And I go, you know, go through the the Abyssian portal or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. and it put me in like the it put me in like the the planet from Alien, but it's full of like Matrix Sentinels. <laughs> I'm like, I want to play some Gothic medieval fantasy stuff, and it just I just start fighting robots, and I was just like, what the what is this? Where am I? And like, and I I. I that's that's on me. I knew what I was signing up for. I knew what I should have expected, but I guess that's you just, didn't know what to expect. I is should have thing. expected the unexpected. Yes, but I was like hell yeah! I cannot wait to go fight some cool gothic monsters, and it's like robots. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I think that's like I think that's part of what's really doing it for me is the fact that I I love the biggest thing a game can do to earn my praise is to surprise me, and Remnant Two is full of surprises nonstop, like. They, I, uh, we just put up a news story today about the, one of the classes to unlock it, somebody had to data mine to get the class, and they literally coded that into the game so, like, the only way to figure out how to get this class is you have, somebody ha- would have to go in, data mine the information on this class, and then share it with other people like, and it's themed around that, okay. stuff like that so like, they've really like,
0: dug in some deep layers around this they game, un- they understood exactly who was playing this game, yes, exactly if, they, if you if you build it they will data mine it that yes be,
2: yeah yeah and so like and it's just great and like the the enhancements and stuff like the pacing is really good i never feel like i'm going longer than maybe 10 or 15 minutes before i get something new and shiny like a skill point or a new weapon or a new ring like it's the pacing is done excellent you do appreciate that yeah the pacing is it fantastic um Me and my partner, we started on the Nightmare Difficulty. It literally says, we do not recommend you starting on this difficulty because it is... uh... (laughs) Finish the whole game. It's free. (laughs) Yeah. It's like... uh, It's because it's designed to be around like hey you've got a your build is set you've got all these new upgraded weapons your armors are upgraded you've got a bunch of skill points we like now nah, we just jumped in level one nothing going around shotgun like level one shotguns and uh, <laughs> sniper rifle for him and it's and we're we're moving through it just fine um but there are have been a couple bosses where it's like okay we have to figure out what we're doing here i like okay you have to keep control of the ads I'm gonna. Con- I'll focus on the boss. It's like okay. Now I'm kiting. I'm calling out that this enemy is jumping across the map at you, while this other one is laser beaming another one of the areas, and we're having to like coordinate the whole thing the whole time. Like, it is how many, how many players co-op is it? Is
0: three. it three? Okay. Three. Okay. Will you players. come and save me from the robots? They're horrible.
2: That is the only thing I will. I will. I will do that I have for not you. Seen the robots. I will. I have not seen the robot. Haven't seen any robots at all. Haven't seen any robots. I stuck with these robots. I haven't I seen see robots. I have fought. I've fought like uh these like tentacle creatures i've fought like goat people i've fought um, all the stuff i wanted i didn't get any of it <laughs> i <I've> fought <laughs> like sentient rocks um that look like tvs basically they have like That's tvs in their head robot. yeah it's kind of like a robot um and so it's so, just really cool what, what class are you playing i'm playing the challenger class so it's like the right. kind of gladiator get up close melee things
0: what, what, have you messed with the dog the dog guy the
2: dog class is actually a lot of fun i picked that up as my okay. sub class. Um my partner started with the handler class, I think is what it's called. Um and uh, he's using the dog so that it like revives us when one of us goes down. The dog he just sends the dog to pick me up. Yeah, I probably should have gotten that stuff one. like that. Um Yeah, we definitely roam when I'm lost in the mountains. Yeah, we've definitely the the thing is like playing on the Heart of the Nightmare difficulty, we've definitely scaled towards survivability over damage first because it just makes the most sense. So we are like, like, okay, let's get a bunch of heal stuff early because we have limited hearts for healing. We have, you know, we're going to go down in like one to two hits, which we do most of the time. We still go down in one to, one to three hits, I'd say. Um, but also... They've done a really good job of not making the enemies bullet sponges in the harder difficulties. Mm. They, they, The enemies still, like, basic enemies will go down in one to three. The elite-type enemies, the stronger ones, like we say on screen, that's like, you know, eight to ten shots and stuff, which is a fair for an elite. That shows a fair amount of
0: it. restraint on the developers' parts. I, f- I feel like there's, again, to your point about yeah. giving you treats enough, like, there's, you know, there's nothing to be said for things being too easy to kill but mm-hmm. also bullet sponginess is never i don't is that ever it's, fun? it's never fun it's never no fun. bullet spongy yeah. is never good um I've, i mean, we, you could you could argue that like a lot of from soft bosses and soulsborne bosses are what do you I like, sword, sword sword spongy sponge, yes sword, yeah yes. but it's like they're very meaty yeah but there's um, also there you know when you have like a cool um
2: you've got the right build
0: and stuff get, like, like a visceral attack or a mm-hmm, you know back a riposte and exab, and yeah, stuff like that yeah stuff like that it, it kind of it makes it feel more special but like it's hard to kind of Short of doing just like a headshot, it's kind of hard to do that with a with a gun.
2: Yeah, and so like, and they they've got like the headshots, and then they've got like the the so they've got like critical hits, and then they've got like critical hits on headshots that do are on weak points that do more damage. You can buff that with other skills and abilities and stuff, which is really good. They've done a really good job of like balancing out the classes to make it really feel worthwhile to like uh to experiment with dual typing because once you hit level ten in one of your classes, you can pick up a second class and dual
0: um huh. dual class and you can swap them on the fly I, we're watching we got this gameplay up on the on the screen right now and i'm just i'm so, this is this, so this little castle area this is where we this started is like with, at a restaurant uh, with yeah. a bunch of people and they all order stuff that's different from you and you're like looking at their plate and you're like, <laughs> why did like- i get the salad i have these stupid <laughs> robots i gotta fight i hate it i, don't, um, uh, I guess i should just re-roll but I, it also makes me want to you know dig into it further but
2: but yeah no it's 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 fantastic um the i think they did a really good smart thing with i don't know have you gotten to a boss yet um no okay so i don't know how i haven't looked up to see if that's how it works but for us when we fought all the bosses they have modifiers attached to them and i don't know if it's on because we're on nightmare most of our bosses have three modifiers and so some of them have made them a little spongy because they had like mm. uh elemental resist regeneration and it, yeah. like empathy so anytime we healed they healed and they were also regening. so we're like okay so we have to be perfect in this fight we can't take damage we have to burn through this thing as fast as possible but it's just it, they have so many really cool things and it's like i'm constantly like what does that mean what is this how do i use this
0: i wish that like, i there's a lot i like about the game i wish it would shut up i wish it was i feel i've heard it's, that it's very chatty
2: i've heard that complaint from some people because anytime you you get an encounter it's like oh here they come Mm-hmm. oh thank goodness
0: yeah oh. even just aside from that i feel like the lore is very like oh it's dense yeah it's very it's, dense i don't know like that's the thing i, I love so much about the about salisbournes is like it's it it's about exploring it's about like getting to an alien world and somebody gives you like the they're like here rent the headphones we'll give you the walking tour it's like <laughs> that's not really an alien world anymore like okay i'm at fisherman's wharf like okay this is a, this is Terra central like
2: <laughs> i get it like for me i appreciate that uh, those small breaks in the gameplay that kind of slow down the moments and talk to the the, pe- the NPCs of the world and learn more about it, um, because it it allows me to like once I get through that like, then it hits the ground running and it's just like. Full speed action until I get to the next person, and then it's like
0: it's weird it's to go just, through a, an abyssal r- rift or whatever, and then wind up in a completely unthinkable alien realm, and then you talk to something and it speaks English. <laughs> just throwing it's not uh, know
2: well you know you, it could be the the D and D approach where D D in D and D like oh that's that was it like that, that, that was the thing I I never I didn't too even see scary. the creature way too scary too scary um are those your robots
0: no, my robots don't even look cool <laughs> they look like the fr- friggin um, the, the w- Tyrion from Destiny. They, oh. they look there. They look like this. They look like the octopuses from uh, uh, Matrix uh, or they look like the battery's not included. They're not even cool robots. <laughs> they're fine. They're, they're okay. Um, the Roomba looks cooler. <laughs> it looks cooler. I forgot where I was going with this. Uh, it's, but,
2: it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> well, but go ahead, Akeem.
1: You know, I, I was going to say everything that you all said uh, is enough to get someone hyped. Or Remnant 2, but Jada, you said that this is this is one of your front runners for Game of the Year. Yeah, I want to know in just like a few sentences what about this game makes you think this is Game of the Year? Uh,
2: Material. It's, the it's the game is constantly feels rewarding anytime every time you overcome like a tough boss, like you get that that feeling of triumph that you get when you fight any other boss in a Souls game and you know hard fought battle. Um, the gameplay is just sharp it's very like everything feels uh, i don't know it just feels good to play it feels good, yeah. it feels good like you can tell like when you have an impact on something like when you hit something like you'll play certain games like i played like immortals phoenix rising and i'd be like hitting something and it's like i don't feel i don't feel the impact of this attack remnant every melee swing feels crunchy every headshot feels just like glorious like it's just it's awesome every all the secrets hidden in this world to explore the fact that the replayability on this game is like almost unheard of in modern day games because every time you roll the world it's different quests it changes up the uh the aesthetic of the world um you get different you rewards get the robots. just unplug your playstation <laughs> Turn it back god right again. again yes like because so like i finished my jungle world right And then I I re-rolled the jungle world in an adventure separate file. And it re-rolled the jungle, gave me a completely different quest. But the aesthetic now is like green and blue instead of green and red. That's a very small change, but I'm also very early into it. So I'm sure there's more stuff deeper that I haven't gotten to yet. But it's like the fact that it gave me a whole different quest was like, hey, this deer god and this like wolf god are fighting and we need you to help stop the... The wolf god dear god and it's like, yes dear god exactly um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so there's just so much to this game and the, it's it's just it's really doing it for this, me so
0: this reminds me this reminds me of uh do you remember the the first digimon that were like the little the tamagotchis yeah, yeah tamagotchis for boys or whatever uh-huh i got one of those the, they had the, they came in like the, the yeah, little digi looked, device they looked like they were like a little little dungeon cage thing whatever. uh-huh and you get you get one and I wanted like I don't know one of the cool ones that looked like a Triceratops with a helmet on or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I kept getting a blob. Oh, you kept getting Numemon. You had to like you had to like yeah you had to like feed them and raise them and all that. And mm-hmm. I was like maybe it'll be a different one every time I do it. And it took me like I basically had to kill, keep killing this <laughs> this poor fake animal and being like maybe I'll get a Tyrannosaurus now. And I would raise it. It would just be like the same blob. And I was just like. I didn't want the blob. I wanted the cool one. <laughs> that it's was
2: like, like a, that was like like that was the Digimon experience. Like if you did you ever play Digimon Adventure on the PS One? Mm. So like in that one, like depending on how you raised your Digimon, like if you didn't do a good job raising them stat wise, feeding them, taking them to the bathroom when they needed the bath, <laughs> to use the bathroom and stuff, when they did their first Digivolution, they would turn into like a Numamon and you would just get this really crappy slime Digimon. So, but I was good at raising my. <laughs>
0: Your Tamagotchi anyway, did you uh, what, did, what did I do <laughs> What did I do to wrong remnant that it's throwing robots at me? I don't like
2: it. <laughs> I, I will what? You know what? I will I will This game is good enough for me to double dip and buy it on PC to play with you cuz it's not cross-play. That that is the one of the big things that I do have a. Uh, I'm hoping they add it later. That is one of the things that does bum me out. It's not cross-play. but it is good enough for me to and to buy it again. So
1: Okay, well we have some exciting well, I'm, I'm taking bets. I'm taking bets. Uh, you know, I, I bet you $100 uh, that this won't win an award.
2: <laughs> oh, I will take that bet. I will take yeah. that bet. You heard it beyond off uh, audience. Okay. I will take yeah. that 100 bucks I mean, that it wins an hey, award.
1: Okay, three awards since you want to no, Okay, you you seem to you, you seem, an too, award. You seem you way
2: said too confident.
0: You seem way you too changing? confident. I don't You're know. Your oh, you mind. seem way too confident allowed to gamble on our show. I
1: don't even know <laughs> <laughs> are, are we? <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're a hundred. We're, a hundred yeah. robux. Sorry, that, that's what I meant. Robux.
2: Okay, how about this? Uh, if you if if it if Remnant does not win any awards this year, Akeem, I uh-huh. will buy whatever PSVR two game that you choose on the PlayStation Store, and I will platinum trophy it. That's a weird claim. <laughs> I, I, I don't why, don't even, why don't you okay. just get him a pizza or lunch or something? Like <laughs> he wants me to open my PSVR 2 that's still sitting in the box, so I thought that was a good bet. Okay, <laughs> I mean, is, hey.
0: We'll figure it is, out. Just a bold claim. No, so like, Jada, you're saying that this has got some like major game of the year potential, but it's yes. also coming out in a completely stacked year. It is. And it's also the kind yeah. of game that really, uh, it truly shines on repeat playing. It's yes. meant to be really just run through the ringer, which is a hard thing to do this year because there's a lot of other stuff on the on the table. So I see where Akim's coming from. I, honestly, like it's a you know, this game yeah. might not be for everybody, and it might not, yeah. you know.
1: I'm just feeling like there's so much that's that, that has come out this year and that is coming out uh this year that I, I just don't see remnant. I haven't heard much buzz uh of surrounding remnant 2. I'm not saying that it's, that doesn't mean that it's it's not good. I that's, mean, Horizon, you know why? Because Rebidden everyone West who's
0: everyone's playing it, all the people who, yeah, love we it don't are have time to talk it. about it. It's
1: fighting goat people and deer gods
0: and robots and stuff. Dear god, please, <laughs> and- Max
1: and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg
0: Cream.
2: So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available
1: wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Spe- speaking of robots, as yeah. we're prone to on the, the computer radio program in the year 2023, uh, it's time we talk about Glorbo. Glorbo! All hail Glorbo. Kim, have you heard about Glorbo? Have you heard the good word of Glorbo?
1: I've heard murmurings but I don't know much about this. You don't this, know what a glorbo, glorbo. is? It's okay. a futurama. And this right? is
0: why I'm going to win the bet. It is very it is very futurama. Okay, so this is <laughs> this is like this is one this is my, this is one I like the internet again. This is one of those things the internet does that makes me very happy about the internet. Uh, basically people on a World of Warcraft subreddit realized that there were a bunch of like websites that were basically you know AI driven and they would you know, they would scrape reddit for news or announcements and just turn that into blog posts or whatever. So they, mm-hmm. somebody hopped on there, this user named Kafer Kriegerin uh, posted an announcement that said, honestly, this new feature makes me so happy. Basically saying, I really love meeting Glorbo or whatever. I just really want some major bot-operated news websites to publish an article about this. I have to say, since they started hinting at it in Hearthstone in 1994, it was obvious that they would introduce Glorbo to World of Warcraft sooner or later. I feel like Dragonflight has been win after win so far, so when they brought back Chen Stormstout as the end boss of New Car- Carazon Absolutely amazing. Feel free to comment below what features and stories you want to see in the future. Maybe you'll be quoted on some trustworthy news websites as well. So some, some of that might be true about World of Warcraft, but like Glorbo is not a thing. Glorbo and is not a thing. Hearthstone did not no. come out in 1994. <laughs> and these are things that <laughs> human beings are probably aware of if they're even, you know, tangentially aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Funny part is that a uh, an AI scooped this story up and public wrote a thing about Glorbo on I guess there's the there's a some 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 weird kind of esports it was called the website was Z League was what Z- it was Z- called Zleague.gg has a thing yeah. called the portal which is just like a giant toilet full of news stories uh, one of which was about the arrival of Glorbo and how everyone's excited about Glorbo and it was it was published by someone or something named Lucy Reed, who'd also published <laughs> 80 other articles that day.
1: So I'm thinking that maybe <laughs> Lucy
0: Reed is not a real person. Uh, and then people, you know, the, the subreddit jumped on this and was like, ha ha, we fooled you, you stupid robots. Glorbo's not real. The joke is on you, math. Uh, and then Destiny 2 players are doing that too. And there's just been all sorts of Glorbo posting. And it's happened again. Three yep. other websites picked up stories about Glorbo and was just, you know, I love that it's like, it reminds me of um, the. Elden Ring subreddit before Elden Ring came out and mm-hmm. we knew nothing about it people were just making up bosses and then tips on how to fight them. <laughs> it's like that but it's playing pranks on AI which is something that I kind of need in my life right now.
2: I love I love just the 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 fun of this story. Like just people just there's so I want to see if it works.
0: I want to see you, if it where works. Where do you are, are, are you most excited to see Glorbo popping up next? Oh, so
2: first <laughs> and foremost, I think the Bungie devs are totally one of those teams out there that would be totally in on the joke on this and we'll get like Glorbo's cousin as like a side like enemy behind a door like you'll have to kill a bunch of enemies and then wait outside the door for like five oh, minutes came from the and, th- and then like Glorbo's cousin also is like sorry Glorbo's not here but die and then like it'll <laughs> just drop something and it'll be like the- be
0: some super rare item called like
2: Glorbo's vengeance or something yeah something yeah. like that they'll do something like Look- that I have a feeling Bungie is very much one of those teams so Glorbo doesn't
1: exist I, I you know I understand that but yes. does Lucy Reed exist I mean that's I feel sorry for Lucy I... having to deal with this Lucy thought that this was a real story and now Lucy Reed the uh the the American singer or either, <laughs> you... either, either, either the American, American lawyer.
0: lawyer yeah she's a lawyer yeah. uh a jazz singer yeah no I don't okay and Art AI, apparently. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> um, the ghost of a jazz singer is writing <laughs> stories about Glorbo on the portal. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm just like, I. this is...
2: I think if there's a game that we get Glorbo in next, based on the popularity of it this year... I would say Tears of the Kingdom, like subreddits, because they're so packed with people doing things. I could see Glorbo popping up in one of those. Where
0: do you see Glorbo actually popping up? I think Destiny's a very safe bet because Mm -hmm. they'll do like a little wink and a nod here and there. Yep. I could see maybe Diablo doing something.
2: Yeah, I could see Diablo. They need some wins. Yeah, they've they've been kind of like hit and miss with a lot of their stuff since season since the the launch.
0: If they do add exclusive Glorbo stuff to these real games, (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. actually there. It is going to be so hard to find information on it because you're just going to find a bunch of garbage that's like spat out by robot news posting. I would like to Glorbo hat. There's
1: some. There's got to be like some indie uh, game dev right now that's working on some some you know one ninety nine Steam game called like Glorbo's Revenge or something like that. Like just based on this fictional character.
2: Do you think that so the Katamari Damashi devs are working on that game? Like you know those like those stupid phone mobile games that aren't actually games you can't play or whatnot? And it's like you know raise the bridge to get the treasure but don't make the lava fall in and kill your guy so they made they're making a game i saw something about them making a game that covers but actually makes those games playable like as a bundle and i could totally see them doing a dlc like glorbo's dlc or something like that for like 99 cents and throwing it in there later i could also see them doing that because they're already playing with it
1: is the name Glorbo trademarked already? Because we might be onto something.
0: Can glorbo.gg, my new website. Glorbo.gg is not taken. There we go. Um, Glorbo. Glorbo. I, love it. I love it. It makes me happy. All hail Glorbo. Now, on the subject of actual news, there is actual some stuff to talk about, some tidbits here mm-hmm. and there. So I figure we could have a little old news rodeo. What? First things first. First order of business. Uh, happy. I don't know what you call this. Sony sold 40 million PS5s. In spite of us complaining, they don't do enough to tell us about what's new to PS5. They don't announce new games. They don't do anything for PSVR 2. And they don't need to. They're doing just great. They sold Mm -hmm. 40 million PS5s. They posted about it. They said, happy birthday, us. They said they ate an entire cake. Uh, They said, this is weird. They had a thing of top five PS games, PS5 games as voted by the PlayStation community. Mm. And it's like... Astros Playroom, Bug Snacks, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Cult of the Lamb, Dead Space, Death Store, Deep Rock Galactic, Demon Souls. I f- feel like this is the top the top PS5 games that the players of whom voted for. It's it feels like yeah. a very all over the place yeah. kind of and list. Yeah. And
1: it's also it's also the 40 games that that have been voted for. So it's 40 of these bad boys on this on this list. And yeah, it just seems like a hodgepodge of like I mean, Worms Rumble is is on there. That I don't know. A, that was
0: a a little pre- PS Plus freebie. Yeah, it was a PS Plus freebie, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's. Um...
2: I think, like, what, probably like a quarter, at least a quarter of that list that they had voted on were at least the PS Plus or part of the PS catalog for PS5 players who got it early. Um, so I'm not surprised a lot of those pop up in there because when you well, give a game for, give away a game for free, you get you know, more people to
0: play it. 40 million PS5 owners out there, there's a lot of people to pull from. And I guess some of those people decided to vote on this completely arbitrary list and, uh, to <laughs> they actually, celebrate. They actually only had 40 people Someone vote. Sony made a cool graphic that they posted on their blog. So congratulations. Uh, meanwhile, Xbox Series X is apparently at around 21 million. I guess they Microsoft infamously doesn't really like publicize their sales <laughs> numbers, but there was some... Uh, I, it was part of the trial stuff where stuff came out, know, maybe some, some presentation or something rather. Or but twenty-one million, and then both of them can uh, shut up because the Switch is <laughs> yeah. one hundred and twenty-five million. Yeah. So like, Switch <laughs> don't care; they're taking What's they're the taking the it all to the bank. Yeah. So uh, yes, yeah, suck at teraflops. We've got seven twenty p games <laughs> doing just fine over here. Uh, anyway, speaking of cute little old handheld games from the olden days, uh, Patapon. Pata getting- pata pata pom. It's going to take a while to get through this, isn't it? It's getting a successor called Ratatan. Uh It is Hiroyuki Kotani, uh, the creator of Patapon, launched Kickstarter, met the goal in 47 minutes, which was, I think it was I think it was kind of a lowball goal. Like, I don't think it costs, I don't think you can make a video game for like $100,000 or whatever, yeah. but it's currently at like f- almost half a million dollars. It's got 30 days left to go. Uh, I know that Patapon one of those, you know, sort of beloved cult classic franchises mm-hmm. that I'm sure people you know want more of and it looks like you're going to maybe get some more
2: yeah i'm yeah. F- i'm very excited for this i love the rhythm kind of gameplay of patapon and i'm really excited for Rattaton.
1: do you think uh, the the pokemon company's going to come after them isn't it isn't that the name of a pokemon by the way oh you're thinking
2: Rattata, but no no ratata not to be confused
1: with ratatat the
2: oh you're right it's ratatat sorry oh, i don't know it. why did i say ratata i'm i'm in i'm in, I had... I'm in mode ratata no is Rattata.
0: you're right Rattatat. but it's Red, anyway. tap and then eradicate. Now it's Redtan, yeah. the final evolution. <laughs> the final evolution of eradicate is here. <laughs> yeah. Upon uh, we really just we really just covered this because our uh, producer Red, who's not even here today, is very excited about this. I think. So and it looks
1: cool. Yeah.
0: You like do you like tapping? You like doing tapa 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 tapa?
1: I do. I have okay. tap shoes. Wait, wait, oh, you mean in game form? Yeah, just
0: do I, it with the clicking, the tapping, the pata pata you know, whatever. I guess. I I hate rhythm games, so I'm I'm cool. (laughs) See, I love rhythm games. It's cute. I like it. I'm happy it exists. I'm glad they're making it. It's nice. No, it's and it's totally fine if you're not a a rhythm game player. It's totally fine. Like one thing I hope is not a rhythm game is Insomniac's unannounced game, which is not announced. But in sort of a casual, uh, I think there was some interview with Mm -hmm. people going around. Somebody just you know let slip that they're making a game that isn't announced, which is like not really
2: not Spider-Man and not Wolverine. Yeah, Yeah. it's
1: triple A game too,
2: which narrows it down a lot. Does it? No,
0: it doesn't narrow that at
1: all. (laughs) Well, it's not Spider-Man. It's
0: not Wolverine. Mm, That leaves everything else in the history of popular culture. Any
2: other Marvel uh, franchises that they might be. So realistically,
0: I feel like it's probably Ratchet and Clank. Yes. Like it's probably, seems like a.
2: I believe they said it was their North Carolina studio, which I believe is also the studio that regularly makes Ratchet and Clank. So it is a safe bet. It's also been, what, two years since Mm -hmm. Rift Apart now? Um. So, it is about time for that development cycle to kind of start kicking back
0: up. Yeah. But why and would you go the with a one? safe bet when you could do something completely out there, wingnut, crackpot theory that we're about to predict?
2: I mean, to be fair, they're going to have so much money raining in on them from Spider-Man, Wolverine. They could literally make glorbo and we'd be good
0: make a glorbo game make
2: glorbo insomniac uh,
0: no i mean what about resistance what if they reboot i would resistance love the resistance that'd be, that be cool be down. we need we need some new fps's yeah they don't they don't make those anymore they, uh, they don't you know i, I feel like, Not it, like they used to i mean xbox bought like most of the <laughs> F- yeah. fps companies so that's fair uh sunset overdrive that's a speaking of xbox a weird kind mm-hmm. of you know gray in area them. i keep waiting for that one to to you know that in the same way that it's like oh great news everybody uh david cage is, went independent from sony or like you know yeah. such and such this formerly exclusive thing is now available for this thing you know mm-hmm. final fantasy uh 16 14, 14. is now going to Xbox right yeah. yes mm-hmm. uh you know so like it's not out of the question it's not unheard of that we would get a sunset overdrive uh running on ps5 be cool you i'd know? be down to replay this well, one it's a fun game it's yeah a fun game and it's you know i think it's funny now because like in you know insomniac is a is a you know it's a playstation studio now yep and this is one that you know diehard playstation fans presumably didn't ever get to so uh i was looking at their their sort of roster of games that insomniacs produced. they also they made a uh, stormland which was an oculus vr game i forgot about that one i didn't i don't think i even heard about it because it was i think i saw it at like a con yeah, back in the day i don't think it was even it wasn't it didn't mm-hmm. even come to the 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 quest did it i think it's a strictly pc one
2: i think so yeah.
0: yeah which makes it kind of hard to get to but uh you know, it's not out of the question that Insomniac would make a PSVR two game. So that'd be that'd be kind that of that actually. You know, that's a that's a good uh, kind of idea. cool. If you know, if, if PlayStation made some games for its
2: their first party yeah. studios yeah. made a yeah. made a big title for their Just their big idea. their six hundred dollar hat.
0: But hey, I don't listen to me. I didn't sell forty million consoles. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
1: Uh, yeah. Let's... Th- meanwhile, my PSVR2 is just hurting over there, collecting dust. I'm just staring at it right now. It's just, it's just so sad and lonely. I haven't touched that thing in like, in months. It, it would be awesome if Insomniac were working on a PSVR2 game. I just wish someone was working on a PSVR2 game that I wanted to play. I think Madison's coming out later. Madison VR is coming out later on this this month. But... There's
2: a couple of new tracks coming to Beat Saber, I'm sure.
1: Okay, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> rhythm games. I'm I love my right. rhythm games. You don't love it enough to open up that damn box, do you, Jada?
0: Not that one. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna sell that for collector collector value. I don't know. Maybe at this point, oh, you could. Kind of where I'm at at this enough. point. Uh, what I mean what what else could what else could we get from Insomniac? What do you, is there?
2: Hmm, they did so. They maybe they maybe they try to bring back Fuse, which no! is. <laughs> their one black
0: mark on their on their record oh God. so that was almost so cool do you remember what that yes, was? yes uh-huh it was Overstrike. it was and it looked so good it looked i mean it honestly kind of just looked like overwatch but it looked like uh you know a ps3 game based on the gi joe 80s cartoon mm-hmm. i was into that and then they were like here's fuse and like Argh. yeah oh no thank you yeah
2: it definitely it lost its way after its initial like announcement and stuff
0: um or just i don't know we remember it differently than what they were trying to do but what do you think ratchet and client could do mechanically speaking that would really get people to sit up straight and pay attention (sighs) that's a good question because i mean with rift apart the whole jumping
2: between dimensions and stuff was really hot during this time of multi-dimension multiverses and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so it was really smart for them to do that um they've already played with time a lot they've done a lot with time um They've done space travel. I don't. I'm That's a big thing. Never I, done
0: like, they've never done like true open world, right?
2: No, it's always been like just yeah. hub based through just, different planets like, and I stuff feel like, like that.
0: Part kind of was playing with, lar- like moving large, towards that. Large areas, yeah, which is you know partially because it's you know playing with the the you know PS Five. It's technically capable of that. They know what they're doing over there. Yeah. But is is that a thing that they would do, or is that sort of is that you know? muddying the message or whatever getting kind of i don't know
2: i think i think maybe diving into another um like maybe pivoting uh ratchet and clank to another type of genre or something like that could be cool maybe like a roguelite um could be kind of a cool way to do ratchet where every run you get different guns no, and weapons
0: no, we, because no, they have we different would, ones you would never get like a first party triple a roguelike
2: we would never get ever. one of those no. they don't exist no, they like, never made one i go, no. like who would who would returnal to that what kind of playstation like, podcast would forget about returnal that's yeah, a, like nobody would return to that no, everyone's very no. mad about that <laughs> i uh, was mad about it myself i kicked myself <laughs> um i think it'd be kind of cool i think that, i think that's maybe maybe it, like if you're asking people to like pay attention to Ratchet. Maybe going in another genre direction um, could be something that kind of brings some eyeballs to the franchise. Whether that is a good move and it's received well or not, mm. people would be like, "Hey, Ratchet and Clank is changing their formula for the first time in twenty plus years. Like it's a it's a different genre of game now." I
0: mean, open world would do that too. It's too. And then yeah. you know they've they've done Spider Man, they've done Sunset Overdrive. Like they've got they do
2: to- have a lot of experience with open world. So I, you know, what you're probably I. You would probably more accurate than I yeah. would be on this I know, one. I, I guess I'm,
0: I'm, I'm curious. That's a, I mean, those those are extremely fun games. I'm happy they're still out there making them. They're mm-hmm. pro- that's probably what they're making. We're kind of speculating here. We're kind of yeah. just spinning our wheels, doing our best guessing. But guess what? We got some more of that to do. And let us uh, know in
2: the comments what you think. Uh, it's yeah. Obnix working on. What do you think their next? Spyro the Dragon.
1: Lincoln? Spyro the Dragon. An open world Spyro the Dragon. That's what the I hit
2: want. Activision tra- hit Activision. Franchise. Hit Activision franchise Spyro Yes. Spyro
1: the Dragon uh
0: Is so, that not insom- wasn't that insomniac it was insomniac time? but it's Spyro's owned by Activision. Spyro's,
2: yeah Box. yeah you're right uh, it was yeah. insomniac but yeah yep. they've they've it. it's just they take they took they took uh Spyro. they got the dog when they got crash in the uh, <laughs> in the breakup they also got the dog
0: yeah they got they really just they got <laughs> they got everybody um so speaking of uh really just extremely thin. Rumors and theories to go with this. Okay, you're both sitting down, right? You ready for this? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Capcom. Beloved Capcom. Is reportedly working on a game that would, quote, Woo. sell millions by March 2024. So the end of uh, the, f- the first quarter of next year. A video game studio that has made... Money, selling popular video games, is planning to continue doing that.
2: It's, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a lot to, it's a <laughs> lot so to funny. handle. Wow. That's a lot to handle, we Max. Had, we like, had
0: a very long discussion about this, and then we we're like, this isn't news. This is- <laughs> <laughs> like, we know they're gonna do another Monster Hunter game. Why would they? They're not gonna come out and be like, we have great news. Monster Hunter is retiring. It's over. It's done. We're finished. <laughs> no more. We decided ever. Our houses are too big and we'd like to live in poverty. Nobody
2: like, we found out, actually, <laughs>
0: nobody, canceled.
2: we decided that we actually really didn't like hunting dinosaurs and dragons and other fantastical beasts. We, we just, just didn't think it was we a. decided it was
0: mean. It, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, like the, this is, I feel like very likely Monster Hunter 6. Everyone is just kind of waiting for that other shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. The big thing that's, that's funny about speculating about Capcom games is that we they they their 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 thing got hacked they we got a whole spreadsheet of like their next five years worth of Mm -hmm. things that they've got planned there's a bunch of stuff in the works that hasn't hasn't surfaced yet there's like code name resident evil hank or whatever or hunk uh and there's uh you know a power stone remake things like that there's there's also stuff they've they've announced that you know we're sort of what's the what's the one pragmata
2: yeah pragmata that keeps they keep doing new trailers I don't think, where they scribble out. I don't, think, they, yeah, I don't out. Think
0: they think that's going to sell millions. I don't think so either. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be Resident Evil. It could be, you know, uh, Monster Hunter 6. But it's it's a, yeah, no kidding. I, it's yeah. weird. Like, these things surface and people are like, oh, this is what we heard. This might be happening. It's like,
2: you know. Yeah, and like, I've seen the rumor from like a bunch of like smaller things, but nothing that's like corroborated anything. There's been no like, oh, this dev said this in this interview. It's just like, I know a guy at a Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> who had a cousin
0: whose best friend worked at capcom i got some and they insider said, info from uh folks at burger king Ooh, they're working on a new hamburger over there Ooh. yep that's Man, right it's they're crazy Continue selling the existing hamburgers and the french fries wild well. wild
2: world that, that we live in it's
0: out there uh i don't know i'm i'm i feel like capcom has really done a good job of kind of staking out that first quarter window like yep. just putting out some really cool stuff
2: uh, yeah, I mean, and so we're overdue for a couple franchises. The new Monster Hunter is—it's they're they're dwindling down. Uh, development on Rise for all its post-game with Sunbreak and everything like that. We've got—we're uh, still waiting on a new Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry Five was like 2018, 2019, I want to say. So Devil May Cry Six is also prime to make its reappearance. We we're pretty sure it's not Mega Man because they put out a poll saying, "We don't know what to do with Mega Man. Where should we go with Mega Man?" I don't I'm Boy paraphrasing. For sale. <laughs> um, Mega Man. But they've got a lot of stuff in their in their catalog that they could really dive into, like maybe Power Stone, Capcom. Dozens, Power Stone. Dozens of copies. Power Stone, just Power do Stone. it. Just do it. If you, you want some What kind of a Capcom do you want?
1: Oh, I just want more Resident Evil. That's it. Yeah, it's same here. Yeah. Just give <laughs> give me more Resident Evil. It, they, they've been they've been coming out with Resident Evil. Uh, it seems like there's been something new every year. Uh, Resident Evil. Yeah, almost every single year since the pandemic. Like since yep. 2020, it just seems like we've just been getting Resident Evil something every single year. Be it a movie, be it a a, a, a TV series, be it a video game. I just want something Resident Evil. I want I know I want a new game, honestly. And I, mean, I want us to move forward with this particular franchise.
2: And I mean what they've been doing with the engine and stuff for 2, 3 and 4 have been fantastic. So like and I I could easily see them bringing back Code Veronica or yeah, Resident Evil 5. Like those are both kind of prime for that timetable of like, hey, we should get these uh, updated and put on the the new flashy consoles to sell another couple million copies of this. Because I mean, those will.
0: I, I don't think Resident Evil's out of the question. I think Monster Hunter's more likely. But mm-hmm. as far as like a Q a Q one, you know, release next year, Resident Evil Four remake got announced in June. That was sort of a big E three type announcement. Capcom didn't. They, we we were we were not shy about saying this. They did not have a ton to show during the yes. sort of summer E3 yeah. window. Whatever. I couldn't find any indication of them having a presence at Gamescom. Gamescom? But mm-hmm. that is coming up very, very soon. And there's I think I think it's gonna be a big year. Nintendo and Xbox are both making appearances. Yep. Which is that's you know Wild. Na- na- nature is healed or whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean I, I would I would love to get um, a n- Resident Evil Nine would be cool. Just something entirely new. Like remakes are great and all, and there's always that kind of like, ooh, code Veronica. Like also, mm-hmm. you know, we're probably gonna get RE four DLC at some point. Maybe that's their their Gamescom announcement or their just arbitrary week in August announcement. Who knows? So, uh, Akeem, what are you playing these days? You got anything going on?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, well, this past weekend, I was just playing uh, Tekken 8, the closed beta, um, getting my butt whipped. I was, getting, I was just getting washed by, by players online. Um, so I had to hop out of that, and I just went back to Final Fantasy 16. Uh, I'm 60% complete in that game. I think I might actually – I'm trying to beat this before Baldur's Gate 3, Starfield. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm doing my best to.
2: Yeah, you definitely finished Final Fantasy before Baldur's yep. Gate. That's, I think Baldur's Gates going to be one of those ones where it just kind of takes over my whole personality. Yeah, um, just, we,
0: we got a tidbit of news about that one where it's, I mean, through through no fault of its own, I guess, that's basically a PS5 console exclusive this year, which is going to make a very interesting Game of the Year discussion, I mm-hmm. think, because, you know, it's cutting out a lot of the people who would be playing it, which, which sucks, you know? Like, I mean, I, I say this, I like, this... You know the, the whole issue I think is that they're trying to get um, you know co-op running on series X and s and I guess the S is like tricky and it's it's having issues massive. yeah they also said you can't preload the game because it's like 170 gigs or something like 188, that. 188 I think is what I saw
2: really? I think it was
0: all 188 gigs yeah Akeem, are you gonna mess with Baldur's Gate
1: oh uh, hell yeah I, that's like honestly right now it's like it's that that uh, point in, in in my gaming life where it's like I'm just trying to fill time until we get to like the 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 meat, and I think Baldur's Gate three is is, is the meat, and then Starfield like I'm and, and then Spider-Man two like I'm just filling time right now. Uh, I'm like I said I'm hoping I complete Final Fantasy sixteen, but I just I'm just filling time right now. I feel like I've played it enough to, where I, I get it. I get where this is going. There's you know I, I love the Final Fantasy franchise, but there's nothing about it that's really. This story isn't really that captivating for me, so I, I, I'm ready to, to hop onto the next thing. And yeah, Baldur's Gate. That's I, I've never been interested in the Baldur's Gate series, but I, I saw some I saw some bear sex, and I was like, <laughs> I mean, I "That'll am do in. it."
0: That's that it. Their, that had their orders uh, uh, skyrocket. Yep.
2: basically. Yeah, they went from what f- twenty five to f- top five or something good. after that on Steam wish yeah.
1: lists. It's good to know that I'm not alone. There's other men of culture out there as well. That, and women
0: uh, of culture,
1: yeah, when people of culture. There we go, distinguished
0: as- Ursine aficionados. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I think d- we should. I think we should mess with this. Like we were, we've been sort of trying to think. Like the over on the Nintendo voice chat, they basically did like a whole talk of the kingdoms, like mm-hmm. sort of limited series about Tears of the Kingdom because that's obviously a massive, huge game for Nintendo and everyone's playing it. And it, we're kind of looking ahead at like, could we do something like that? What's on you know what's on the horizon? Xbox could obviously do Starfield. I'm thinking, Baldur's Gate three might be might be sort of this year's thing to talk about.
2: Beyond um, Baldur's Gate,
0: yeah, pretty much <laughs> the big BBG beyonders baby. Gate. Um, beyonders Gate, I kind of like that. D and D Beyond. Wait, no, they already have that. Uh, no, <laughs>
1: but
0: it's 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 kind of I don't know. It's we're talking about this like Spider Man looks amazing, or yep. in, you know, Friendly Neighborhood, whatever you want to call him, whatever uh, epithet he's got going for him. But like, <laughs> it's it's also it's kind of a known quantity, you know? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we're all going to have our stories about playing Spider Man, but it's not going to be like you know surprising plot twist it's It's not going to be a unique experience for everybody it's going to be more more akin to like we all saw the same movie you know it's even though it is a big open world and there's going to be other stuff to do and yeah i don't know that's sort of bittersweet i think
2: so so like the you know the whole aspect of different stories and stuff like if anything does steal awards for remnant this two this year it's going to be baldur's gate because it's that same kind of thing where they have what was it like uh, how many, I forget how many hours of cutscenes there were. They said it was astronomical. Something, yeah. A yeah,
1: hundred and something. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. 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 And like you're
2: all. not going to see all of them. Mm. Like like it's multiple playthroughs like you've got to play through multiple times you've got to make different choices in each of your playthroughs depending on your character's background and stuff things will change like it's going to be just ridiculous I cannot wait for Baldur's Gate
0: cool well we got time until that happens um so it's no secret that we here at IGN love to play games and review them but our opinions might be different than yours you may have noticed that we want to find out which games you think are masterpieces whether you like their innovative gameplay incredible graphics or compelling story we want to hear from you Here's how it works. Log into IGN.com or the Playlist app, search for your favorite games, and click through to the game title page. Click on Rate Game, and then complete each section of your review. Hit Save at the end of your review, and voila, you are helping to create an icon. And then depending how well-reviewed a game is, it'll be awarded a Bronze, Silver, or Gold Icon Award. So basically... This is a way of, uh, you know, actually kind of quantifying what are sort of objectively good games. People are always like, give, give us an objective review. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is a, you know, this is kind of getting the crowd's entire opinion on it. So uh, there's a bunch of ones up there already. I wanted to hear from you two. What, what's, uh, what, what's on your list? What's your, what's your pick, Jada?
2: Uh, I'm going with Hades. Hades is a fantastic roguelike game, won our Game of the Year a couple years back uh, for IGN, won a bunch of Game of the Year awards for a bunch of places, really pushed the genre forward. Um, just the gameplay, the story, everything it did, it just did it right. And it was just it's just masterful design. Uh, from the folks at Supergiant Games, and I cannot wait for Hades 2 oh, yeah. when it hits
0: so early needs, access this supposedly really, this year. This needs some more, some more love. This needs some more um, icon award. Yeah, it's only 18th. It's, it's a- 18th place, which might seem arbitrary, but it is at the very top of the silver tier, and it deserves gold. It deserves gold. So, those those ancient Greeks, they love gold stuff. So like, make that needs to, that needs to happen. So so get out there. Uh, now speaking of of silver things, uh, one of our favorite Silver Age heroes is yeah. Spider-Man,
1: Akeem. Absolutely, and that's, that's on my list. Uh, another, a couple of games that honestly deserve uh, gold tier for me, Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, of course, you know, we have, you know, in preparation for the upcoming game, uh, Spider-Man 2, you know, I've been replaying Spider-Man Miles Morales, and it's, a, it's honestly a sleeper hit. In fact, I've lost <laughs> out on sleep, suffering from insomnia because of Insomniac, <laughs> playing this damn game, game.
0: Sequel to AAA, massive first party. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this so, Spider man?
1: You know, you know who he he is. does Come whatever. Does he,
0: does he? Does do whatever this, a spider can?
1: He do, uh, and more. If you're
0: good at he the does game, even yeah. More than that.
1: Oh. Yes, and if so, you're
0: not good at the game, he will fall off the building and not behave like a spider <laughs> one bit. Uh, no, but that's uh, those are at twenty-fifth uh, place and forty-first place respectively. Mm-hmm. i yeah i think those are definitely going to get some love people you know because people yeah, already sure. love those games but yeah yep. how um, about you max me i wear there's there's no there's no metal gear on the list there's metal gear isn't getting any many medals which is not okay
2: no uh, sleep loss for me
0: <sighs> well i it's <laughs> i mean no love you know, losses what it th- sounds there's like there's definitely none a, of that either i think a little bit of recency bias and there it, is. it has been uh decades since the last metal gear game or at least a few years you know um but yeah i mean that's a you know this is this is one of those things where it's sort of it's not just you know it's not just the top 100 games of all time it's really trying to get like a bunch of people's opinions on what are what are great mm-hmm. games and i don't know that's going to be that's going to be tricky because maybe maybe some you know younger players aren't aren't crazy about these old games but yeah
2: and i mean it's Phantom
0: Payne is really good <laughs> yeah. maybe, they'll, maybe they'll finish it someday
2: um i mean to be fair you know we got the snake eater Remaster coming out. Resident Evil Four is already on the icon list for us, so there's a good chance once the remaster comes out and more people get able to, uh, access to play the best version of the game, it I may, hope so. It I may become they, an icon. Uh, I hope maybe.
0: They, well, I mean, in the meantime, people could just go over there and, and vote. You know, just you could. Do what you got to do? Just, you could, uh, but you could also vote for Hades, and that's probably a better idea. It's, it's a good, it already, we already gave it the game of the year. Anyway, uh, you there, dear listeners, make your voice heard, log to ign.com or the playlist app and rate your favorite games to immortalize them as icons and give them little medals. Then check back off and to see how your favorites are stacking up. It's fun. It's nice. It's also like, if you're looking for recommendations of games to play, you know, scroll through those, those, yeah. Golden g- Golden Icon yep. Award winner. Really
2: good way for, you know, if you're part of the IGN audience to make your voice heard and see what other people on IGN are enjoying. What is,
0: what is this Zelda game? This sounds amazing. Zelda. 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 Anyway, on that note, thank you all so much for listening. Akeem, Jada, thank you for hanging out, talking about video games with me. This is a good time. Yeah. We'll be back next week with more of the same thing we've been doing for the last 810 episodes. We'll see you then.
1: Beyond. 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 Hi, I'm Essie, one of the hosts of Bitches on Comics, the most welcoming place for LGBTQ plus folks and women to chat comics,
2: fiction, and pop culture. Bitches are both wanted and encouraged on our podcast. We speak with
0: amazing guests about the media they've created, critiqued, and loved. And you don't have to just take our word for the great time we're having over here. We've been named a best comic book podcast by several
2: publications, including Book Riot, The Mary Sue, and Comic Book Herald. So tune in and listen to us talk with your faves, like Carmen Maria Machado, Amy Chu, Mari Naomi, Anthony Oliveira, and many, many others. Our whole goal is to include more folks in the comic book and pop culture world and to help new readers find comics and speculative books they'll love, with no shade for being new. You can find Bitches on Comics wherever you get your podcasts, and you can learn more at bitchesoncomics.com.